You're listening to Faith FM, The Breakfast Show, here with Blake and Lawson. We have some exciting text messages I want to read after the quiz. Lawson, what's our next question? Yeah, the quiz. We're going to get into the quiz right now. Next question. Complete the phrase. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe blank, blank, blank. 0491-064-669. Again, we're getting itchy teeth in the studio this Sorry. morning. It's, it's tough. It's tough <laughs> to not say, but hey, I'm sure many of you know the answer. And if you don't, just, just write in whatever. Just, just send, let know your, your heart be traveled. You believe in God, believe also. Oh, I just gave one of the words away. Okay, well, I guess uh, I guess it's it's. I've just made the quiz a little mute bit easier. We want people to get in. Uh, you, be- Shell, you believe in God? Believe. <laughs> I'm just going to give more words away if I you say gotta, you better stop. You better. I stop. just need to stop. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine is the number to call or text if you know the answer to that one. If you do, you'll go into the draw to win our. We have two draw winners this week. Uh, either Jesus wins and my life today, amazing devotionals, or it is finished and the bridegroom is coming. Also, amazing devotionals will give to you for free. You just have to win the draw. To win the draw, you just have to answer these questions correctly. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe. Blank, blank, blank. 0491-064-669. And one of those words you got free of charge. You got, you got a freebie right there. I, freebie. I just straight up said the whole phrase before, like <laughs> accidentally. And then just like, well, I guess it's, it's, it's a free one. Yeah. Hey, I love this picture that I've just been texted by. I think her name is Feely. Am I saying it right? Feely? Felly, 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 beautiful yeah. name. Felly, it, it, she says, very humid here in Townsville, but oh, beautiful. Look at this picture. I just wow, wow, that's wow. beautiful. It is actually, and I am, I'm really digging it. So thank you. Please keep sending those pictures in. That's better than even emoji because I'm just like feeling the vibes of that sunrise. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, guy, you're feeling sure. it. Yeah. Um, we've got another uh, text message here. It says Elon Musk and Twitter. Uh, Elon is part of the NWO. He is playing his part in bringing in the Republican Party back in control for Sunday laws. China is also part of the NWO. Doesn't the Bible say that the whole world will worship the beast? We mm. we live in the last days. These are signs of the times from Raphael. Yeah. I mean, there's lots to say about this whole acquiring of Twitter, particularly because, like, like we were talking about just off-air. We were like, oh, and also, like, hundreds of employees are just leaving in Thou- droves. Well, thousands. Thousands. It's like 7,500. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Just, just leaving, like, all this different stuff going on. But ultimately, with Twitter, again, in relationship to us as Christians and also being a platform of speaking and whatnot, like, can and will Twitter be used at the very, like, at in the end times to lead people astray, you know, could Elon Musk or China be proponents of that? The answer is most probably yes. Let's just it all go works to Jesus. together. Yeah, yeah, let's go to Jesus. Like, that. that's the, the option that we have. Like, that's what we need to do is rely on Christ. Absolutely. He also texts in here, plastics in New South Wales, well, I obviously agree with the move of the government. There's always the first time smiley mm-hmm. face. I think that's in regards to like, yeah, agreeing with the government for the first time. Yeah, what's going on here? Yeah. We do have to consider how many businesses will be bankrupt due to it, though. Not talking about the multinational companies, but the mom and pop or mom and dad business 
that will, businesses that will be wiped out overnight. This will probably happen worldwide in the near, near future. They're just trying to make a living. Sad, but that's business and climate change. I have to completely disagree Ooh. with the sentiment being shared here. Hard take, like, here, Lawson. Like 100%. No. Okay. Hard the- take, Lawson does not care about mothers and fathers. No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, wow. <laughs> clip that shell. Let's, let's, let's make an ad out of it. Um, no, uh, I I have to completely first. disagree because it's it is one hundred percent multinational corporations who make plastic. It is not like mom and pop businesses. It's mom and pop businesses that are buying these plastics to use in their local stores or whatever it may be. But right, they've had right. months, months to prepare. Okay. Uh, and so this isn't an out of the blue thing. Like this, this is legislation that came in like over, like around a year ago, to be honest. Wow. Okay. So, so we've had plenty of time to prepare. And I think if done right, like you can come up with a method where you can ultimately do this even cheaper. No, I was just thinking about sackcloth. I was just yeah. like, I'm going to get into the Hessian sackcloth. The Hessian business. bag, yeah. grocery bag. Let's do it. Thing, yeah, but I, I'm, I'm like, look, I think the like, if any business owner who is in the space of buying single-use plastics was notified about this and had heaps of time to prepare, and anyone creating single-use plastics again is not a mum and pop business just trying to survive. They're a multinational corporation, and as I said before, oh well, you've got money, figure something else out. The, Get into the sackcloth. That's business. right. Do do something else with your time. Change it up. Uh, that remind that reminds me of a, a little old movie I saw when I was a kid called Mouse Hunt, and he buys an old cheese factory, and then they, but it's a string factory, and then it's cheese as well too. And then they create string cheese. So maybe what they need to do is take these plastic companies, but then somehow turn them into Hessian bag companies, and then. I don't know. That I think bad. that's a you innovation. I, you know, <laughs> I, th- sure. I think, you know, you should pursue that. <laughs> Definitely. Sackcloth sack and Hessian. Uh-huh. The new, that's the new thing. We got Karen texting in here. Uh, it is a cute little purple umbrella with rain on the top. Ooh. I'm sorry, Karen, unless you want the rain. Uh, it definitely rained here in Newcastle last night pretty hard for yeah, sure. Yeah, but now it's just like, sun is out. like opened up. But yep. then it's like this massive black threatening clouds. And then there's just like clear sky. It's. Wild. Here. We got one more text. Uh huh. The greatest blind people are the scientists who find these amazing eyes and other body systems and still believe in evolution. Oh wow! DNA emoji. Wow. God will judge. I do have a feeling that many do know, uh, but are by are concerned uh, about keeping their jobs and reputation. What good will that do in the judgment? Text by Oof. Raphael. Ooh, heavy stuff for mm. sure. Uh, it is a it is a wild time. I, you know, I actually in the especially in the American university system, there are quite a few people who believe in intelligent design mm-hmm. and who and people who actually yeah. strongly believe in uh, you know creation science, mm-hmm. but they are afraid to speak out because historically and recently, if you do, you're gone. Yeah, that's right. You're fired. That's like so much science and. And, you know, you can be on a spectrum with this. You can go one way where you can say all science is motivated by money. I don't think I, – I believe that there is nobility. There, There is a level of nobility. But so much science, an alarming degree of science and conclusions that are brought forth from science are informed by the the justifying of jobs, essentially. Like people wanting to keep their jobs and so – 
And yeah, again, as a Christian, it's like I have an opposing view and I believe that I have the evidence um, in many different ways to support my opposing views to what is commonly perpetuated throughout science, which is the like the, the theory of evolution. But uh, yeah, the, unfortunately, there's many people who cling on to the theory of evolution, not because it's where the science is leading. Uh, there are, but it's by it was popular opinion. That's right, and they're they're threatening their livelihood. But newsflash: lots of popular opinions are wrong. Y- yeah, my daughter likes to say, "Ding dong, your opinion is wrong." <laughs> So thank you for that. Yeah. She tells me that actually quite often. So it makes me sad. (laughs) Yikes. Um, Hey. I love you, daughter. (laughs) Ding dong. (laughs) We are going to open up the word of God. Yeah. And we are going to read from Revelation chapter 13, verse 8 today. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I'm going to read that for us here. Just kind of a quick prayer. Lord, please be with us as we study your scriptures. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All who dwell on the earth will worship him whose names have not been written in the book of uh, life or the, yeah, the book of life of the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Just quickly, because I know we're going to focus on the second half of this verse, right. but the first half of this verse is very much what we've been, what uh, our texts have been sending in about, about the new world order, and mm-hmm. you know th- that's exactly what the Bible is saying. If you're if you're thinking, ah, oh, no way is there going to be some great power who tries to incite worship of itself, just read Revelation chapter thirteen yep. and particularly verse eight. Yeah, for sure. Um because it, it says it everyone who everyone, the whole world will worship except those whose names are written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. And we are going to talk about that in depth here in just a little mm. bit as well too. But it's so good that we have an option mm. that we don't have to be the wool pulled over our eyes. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. Contact us on 0491-064-669. Thanks for that, Blake. Uh, I always forget to, to not laugh because I'm hearing my own voice. Yeah. It always catches me off guard. I'm like, who's this guy in the studio with me? You yeah. know, But it's me, actually. <laughs> and then I'm laughing because it's so uncomfortable to hear myself speaking again mm-hmm. as well, too. Mm-hmm. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, back to the back to the lamb yeah, that was slain from the foundation of the world. Um, what does that mean, Lawson? I'm totally confused. The How lamb slain. Well, there's two possible options that oh. you have. There's two outcomes. The first one: Jesus died when the world was created. Is this factually or historically true? No, that's that's not the the events that happened. I thought it was a trick question. That's why I, I came in soft. I was yeah. like, no. No, that's right. That's right. If he said yes, that would have been embarrassing <laughs> for you. Yes. Uh, but no, like Jesus didn't die at the foundation of the world. Uh, but definitely at the foundation of the world, the decision was made that Jesus would give his life to save humanity from sin. Mm-hmm. At, at the very foundation. The plan was put into place. Yeah, that's right. Before the fall. That's right. We see the actioning of the plan in the fall. We see God communicating with Adam and Eve and the serpent and saying, serpent, you know, you'll be crushed. Sin will be destroyed. I have a solution for sin, which would be the death of Jesus Christ. Uh, but, but even before that point, there was a plan enacted. If humanity sins, I will die. I will become the lamb. Mm. I'll be. I will be sacrificed. The, I will take the place. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and we have to understand too, like the whole concept of the 
the lamb. I really love it when John says, behold, the lamb of God who taketh mm-hmm. away the sin of the world, like in the very beginning of the book of uh, the gospel of John there. It's so important for us to remember Jesus is this multifaceted character. He has so many um, purposes and so many characteristic traits and so Mm -hmm. many uh, different things going on all at the same time. Like he's our priest. He's our king. He is uh, our leader. You know, Mm -hmm. he is our example. He's our rabbi, our teacher. He's He's our friend. He's also the lamb. Mm -hmm. And so he's. He's all these things all together mm-hmm. all the time. And that, I believe, in many ways is uh, kind of an understanding of the character of God and the omnipresence, his ability mm-hmm. to be. Yeah, like when people are like, well, is he there or is he over there? And then the answer is yes. You know, Now Jesus gives up his omnipresence so that he can be in one place at one time when he came to sacrifice, so the mm. it, the sacrifice is more than just on the cross, but he's giving up the uh, the deity power that he yeah. has on behalf of you, mm. you know, and me. Like mm. I always question that too. I was like, "Hey, do you know what you're doing? Are you sure you want to do this for a guy like me?" <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I don't know if that's the best move here, you know. But Jesus, is like, no, I love you. I, I care about you. Mm. You're I, important to me. I love what she said about the different functions of Jesus because when the question is asked of Jesus, like, how can we see the Father? And he responds with, well, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Exactly. We see that, like, you know, as we see the the, the Godhead, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and we see their different functions, essentially Jesus is the executor of the different functions of God, essentially, or the different uh, plans and ideals of God. Again, uh, he was the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. He's the priest. He's he's all these different things. It's like the Father in heaven is God. Jesus is God. The Holy Spirit is God. We see, like, the Holy Spirit's function and purpose is to work in the hearts of and enable people to, you know, do things. He, he mm-hmm. works. But, yeah, Jesus represents every single facet of God. He is, the, well, the Bible even calls Jesus an advocate. Mm-hmm. Like, he's the spokesperson of God who speaks, he moves, he walks. The he word became flesh. Intera- he, he, he interacts. He is so many, like, he represents God. Mm-hmm. If you've seen him, you've seen the Father. You've seen the Father, you've seen the Holy Spirit. You, you understand what God is like through Jesus. And I feel like it adds to the idea, it's like, because people say, oh, God is unchanging, mm. but he's everywhere all at once, all the time. And, 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 and I guess the question comes up, it's like, if God is unchanging and is so great and mighty, does that mean that he is not dynamic? Mm. Um, which is something that people can get worried about because particularly in our view of like, what will heaven be like? And people are like, oh, is it just eternity of just like, I don't know, like sitting around, but we see in Jesus how dynamic God actually is because he serves so many functions. We have to be so careful to not put God in a box because, and here's the reason why God created our minds to be able to create boxes, right? So you can't put the one who, and this is a little bit wild, but you can't put the one who created your ability to create boxes in a box because Ooh. like it's beyond. Yeah, it, that's right. So far beyond that. Same thing regarding like creation and science, right? It's like God created everything. Therefore he's outside of everything. 
Mm-hmm. Like he created time and space, therefore he's out time, outside of time and space. And, that's wild. And so you really think that's, about that. That's how it is that we can, so, like, people would say, "Oh, well, you know, when did God exist from, or when did God, when does God exist by, or all these things in re- in regards to some kind of naturalistic process, or even I believe when Christians get to the point where they say that oh, the six days of creation weren't literal days." They're like, oh, no, this is representing periods of time because they believe that God is bound to some natural process or whatever it may be. But the reality is is that God created everything, therefore he is outside of everything. Like, And so how can we submit God to the thing that he created? Like, for example, Blake... You talked about mac and cheese earlier. You make mac so and sad. you make mac and cheese, but your function isn't restricted to the reality of mac and cheese. <laughs> like you are not mac and cheese. I do feel like that sometimes, though. Yeah, like, like, like all I can do is mac and cheese. Yeah, you know? but, that's but, right. But what can a mac and cheese do? Just sit there and be warm, and, with and eventually go cold, <laughs> and you know it'll deteriorate over time, and all that's will be left is a credit card's worth of plastic, hard uh, hat. <laughs> or a hard hat, or whatever it may be. In the, in the mac and cheese but um essentially like yeah how can we limit and restrict god to within processes that affect us he created them he's outside of them but that all being said being outside of them being the all-powerful omnipresent omnipotent amazing god who functions in various different ways and can do whatever he wants because he's the man he says I am the landslain from the foundation of the world. Mm-hmm. Like I care about these things that I have created so much, these things being humans, that I would even be willing to die for them, to not exist for their sake. Speaking about literally on the exact same talking that you're talking about, we have another verse here coming up in Titus chapter one, verse two. Uh, the Bible reads here. Actually, can you read that for us? Yeah. Oh, you gotta, you gotta get to Titus. I got you. I'm, I'm, I'm turning. I'm, you're, I'm you're, on my you're way. There. I got to. I'm in the T section it's just now. Exactly. This, this verse is exactly what you were just talking about, and I would love for you to read it. I, I'm not sure what version you have. Over there. I have NLT. You can tell me if it's bad or good. Lyle okay. often, often Lyle is like. <laughs> Oh, yuck. <laughs> okay. Well, um, I, I, it's not even my Bible. It's the studio. <laughs> give it a one. shot. Give it but a shot. The Bible says this truth gives them confidence that they have eternal life, which God, who does not lie, promised them before the world began. Okay, that's, that's close. That's pretty close. This one, a little more specific to what we were talking about. In New King James Version, it says, In hope of eternal life, which God, who cannot lie, promised before time mm. began. And, and it's very mm. interesting, like... Before the world and before time, those are the same things because our estimate of time, this is something I think about kind of a lot, actually, Ooh. but my brain kind of hurts and then I stop and go make some mac and cheese, um, <laughs> uh, which is then filled with plastic and that's yeah. why it doesn't think anymore clearly. Yeah, yeah. But the thing that's interesting about this is when before the world began, there was no time because our time, well, I mean, it, okay, in the way okay. that we know yeah. it, in the way that we measure it, because uh-huh. we measure time by yams, which are the Hebrew word for days, which ironically are mentioned over 360 times in the Bible, which is 365 days a year, 360 days a year. It's very interesting to me that the the concept of time didn't even come about until the world was in creation because we have sun, right? And then we rotate around the sun. 
and then we spin, and then got the days, and then the years. Now, I understand time obviously probably existed, but our human understanding of time is mm. what I'm talking about. But I, I, can see I, disagree, I disagree with you slightly, but I, I don't have the time. We've got a song coming up very soon. We're going to talk about this, but I think, talking about I, time. Th- I think it runs even deeper. I think oh. I think the message is even more beautiful from this verse of about time and relating to to God and you know creation. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. All right. Yeah, let's go. Let's get into the quiz because we got, and then and then we got to get into time. Time. Yeah. As the newly appointed leader, what was Joshua supposed to cross with all the people? Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Again, as the newly appointed leader, what was Joshua supposed to cross with all the people? If you know the answer to that one, you'll go into the draw to win our amazing prizes for this week. Jesus wins my life today. That's one set that we have. And then the other one, it is finished and the bridegroom is coming. We have two winners this week. So all the more chance to win, all the more reasons to get your answers in at the number zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Again, as the newly appointed leader, what was Joshua supposed to cross with all the people? I hope it wasn't a she-bear. Because if you cross a she-bear, you'll get slapped right in the face. But I've seen it happen. I've, I've never... I know that's a weird reference, but I grew up with bears all around. I, they're the mean I don't ones. think I've ever seen a bear in my life. Really? Maybe at the zoo? Oh, man. I've seen a bunch of bears. Crazy. I've had really close. I'm trying to get into my car, all sorts of stuff. Scary that's, stuff. That's crazy. It's very scary, yeah. They're that's not as insane. cute and cuddly as you might think. When there, they want to eat are there all bears in Australia? your lunch. Yeah, koala bears, dude. Yeah, They're as cute as things Other than ever. koalas. Hey, koalas are bears, no, too. No, no. Like, koalas yes. matter. Yeah, of course. We love koalas, but... All right. Hey. Don't downplay the koala... What? Please send no. an emoji of a koala bear, 0491-064-669, to just show Lawson that koala I, bears I count. like koalas. <laughs> well, it doesn't sound like it. I'm kind of excluding the bear part. But <laughs> yeah, you're like not pretending. Koala animals. <laughs> wow. We don't have time for this, Lawson. Okay, that's fine. Get back into our conversation about time. Time. And what's going on with that before. Yeah, so because we were talking about how like time didn't our conception of time like didn't exist before days there is a there is a part of me that that disagrees because we see that time existed within creation what a day was is the span of a day existed before there was sun moon and stars true according uh, like according yeah, to the creation day one it was evening and it was morning yeah, yeah interesting though i this is always messing with my head the days in genesis start in the evening end in the morning so yeah. it was evening and it was morning mm-hmm. which plays out and makes so much more sense when we get to the cross yeah that's right but but so so even before like some moon and stars exist there i've often heard a sentiment that the idea is like oh there's no time in heaven for example like there's no time in eternity no 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 no, no. as soon as you have space you have time mm. okay as soon as you have space you have time because it takes time to get from one side of a space to another side of a space. Okay, so as soon as you have space, you have time. So what this is saying here, Jesus being crucified or salvation being offered before time began 
before even space was created. And by space, I'm not even talking about universe space. I'm talking about space creation at all. I'm talking about outside of time and space, something that we can't even conceive as human beings. Before there was even space, before there was anything, Jesus had made the decision to sacrifice his life Mm. for those who would choose to be lost. Now, we are they. Humanity is those that Us. have chosen to be lost. That that that's you know that's our deal. Uh, that's what we've ended up with. You know, and I often see like I I, I consider you know in, in in regards to the fall of man, essentially they had two options. You know, either they could just ignore Satan, and the great controversy would be one because we'd all just trust in God. We took the other option. We believe Satan. Uh, we bit the fruit, and God has stepped up and taken the ultimate course of literal self sacrifice. And love, giving that he gives his own life for mm. us. Um, but again, this was a plan that was enacted. This was a, uh, I wouldn't say a plan that was enacted, but this is a decision that was made before time again. And I see it like this. We talked about a story one time on Faith FM about a terrible church shooting that had taken place in California in the United States. It was in a Korean church, I believe. It was either Korean church or maybe a Malaysian church, something like that. It was some Asian ethnicity church in in California. And a gunman has walked in with a couple fully loaded Glocks and only one person died in the church shooting, which is incredibly rare because church shootings are super usually deadly. And lots of people die because you've got a lot of people, you know, in a congregation in one space. You know, school shootings are bad, um, but at least the shooter has to run around and go room to room. Whereas a church sh- shooting, like, everyone's just in the one place. Right, and you can just spray into mm-hmm. the into the crowd. Only terrible, one person terrible. only one person died. And that was an old man who immediately, when he saw the shooter walk in with and, and draw his weapon, ran straight at the shooter and tackled him to the ground. Mm. immediately as soon as he saw the shooter he ran at him tackled him to the ground and then a number of other people jumped on top of well as well i'm pretty sure the guy was in his 80s or something and he was the only one who lost his life his decision to tackle this guy to the ground Mm -hmm. and to give his life for the safety of the rest of his congregation was made far before the shooter walked in hmm Far before. Mm. He is the kind of person he had already decided Great example. in his heart. Right. He, he knew. He was like, yes. This is my family. This, this like, no matter what, I'm protecting my, my church family. Right. And he sees that shooter walk in and there's no hesitation. And he runs in. And because this is the thing. If God doesn't make this decision, well, then everyone dies. Yeah. But from the foundation of the world. God made a decision, hey, I'm going to sacrifice my life for the sake of humanity. So before the before the shooter even comes in, and that's, the decision had been made to save his church family. And the same way, before sin enters the world through Adam mm-hmm. and Eve, Jesus had made that decision. I want to read a quote here. It says, mm-hmm. the plan for our redemption was not an afterthought, a plan formulated after the fall of Satan. This is going along with exactly what you mm-hmm. just said, Lawson. But it was an unfolding of the principles that from eternal ages have been the foundation of God's throne. Mm. You're absolutely correct. Like this is from time before time, Mm. you know, before space. Christ made the decision that you should have the opportunity to have 
eternity. Mm. Wow. That hit me hard. Yeah, it's powerful. Even it's... my plastic poisoned brain <laughs> can just go, my, wow and appreciate. Yeah, uh, that mac love. and cheese up there. Yeah. Can, you know the the synapse is firing. Uh, no, it's it's powerful. I, I think we ultimately see. You know, if if any point is brought against God for not handling salvation and the plan of salvation the best way. And I've heard people say, like, I remember doing a Bible study with someone and it was about the cross and it was about salvation. And, like, every time I give that Bible study, I'm, like, brought to tears, uh, you know, talking about what Jesus went through for me. Mm-hmm. And I asked the person afterwards, I'm like, oh, you know, do you find this moving or powerful? And they're like, no, I think that's dumb. Like, that's what they said. It's like, that's the most ridiculous. Why would God die to forgive people? Like, that's that's so inefficient. That's so crazy. Da, 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 da. And, and I think... Spiritual things are only spiritually discerned. That's right. But when we really consider, we understand, like, no, this was a decision that God had made before space existed, before time existed. This is the best course of action, and God has taken it. Wow. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. It's... It's po. It's poetry before poetry existed. Mm. It's it's truly, it's love. It's no greater love is mm. this than a man lay down his life for his friends. Correct. And Jesus is your friend. Mm-hmm. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. Mm-hmm. Faith FM. Mm-hmm. I uh, love that song, actually. Nice song. Mm. Good vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about those. And we have some uh, good vibes coming up. Mm-hmm. The question of the day. Before, Before we get into the question. We're doing the quiz. They were doing the quiz. Answers. Uh, the name Lucifer is mentioned only in Isaiah 14. How, how, I knew it was Isaiah or Ezekiel. Who said much learning is driving you mad? That was Festus. Ooh. Yeah. In, in Acts? In Acts, yeah. yeah. When when Paul is recounting his testimony, yeah. Festus is like, you're crazy. <laughs> you're crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how many men were killed for following the golden calf apostasy? 3,000. <sighs> uh, complete the phrase, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. It was Jesus who said that. And finally, as the newly appointed leader, it was Joshua who led his people across the Jordan River. Not a she-bear. It, no, they didn't cross a she-bear. <laughs> but right now it is time for... Question of the day. <laughs> it happens every Every day. time, every time that song comes on, Blake does the same offbeat dancing and it's powerful. Powerful, powerful dance. That's moves. right. Hey, What's we've got a question from Karen. Karen asks, when God called Moses to lead the Israelites and to speak... To Pharaoh, uh, Moses made excuses, so Aaron became his spokesperson. Did he remain in this position once they were in the wilderness? Great question. And Lawson, I want I want you to remember back one of the questions of, or one of the quiz questions today, uh-huh. 3,000 guys died. Yes. That was the event of the golden calf. They uh-huh. build a golden calf. Moses goes up to the mountain. He comes back down. Uh, it's pretty awkward. The law of God is broken. Uh yeah, pretty awkward. Things go bad. Weird vibes. We, those yeah, are just, weird vibes yeah. for sure. Um, look, we have, there's a number of examples. Uh, Exodus 4, verse 30, God speaks to people through Aaron. Mm-hmm. Uh, Exodus 12, 1, God speaks to the people through Aaron. But after a little while, God also speaks to the people through Miriam. 
And then in Numbers 11, God speaks to the people through the elders Mm -hmm. of Israel as well, too. And then Numbers 12 is kind of a little crazy story. Miriam and Aaron come to Moses and basically, you know, summary of the story, say, hey, we want to be spokespeople for God, not just Moses, right? Mm. And then Miriam makes fun of uh Moses's beautiful African bride, right? Mm. And says, ha ha, you are Ethiopian and you, or you have dark skin. And then Moses is like, oh no, you didn't, you know, and then they get mad. And then Miriam's as punishment, <laughs> sorry, maybe didn't say it just like that, but that's <laughs> yeah, how I, I imagine it going said down. It like that. Um, Miriam's skin turns white as snow. And Aaron is the one who actually recognizes Miriam's like, oh, you have become leprous, right? Mm-hmm. And that this was known as like a walking death. I think, if I'm not mistaken here, the question is basically asking me as well too, uh, did Aaron remain in that position as spokesperson? And I don't think he did. He kind mm-hmm. of transitioned to the high priest position. He, the reasoning for him being the spokesperson was Moses was basically making the excuse, hey, I'm not good at public speaking. I need somebody else to do this. Yeah. But then also... Aaron's ambition and Aaron's really poor decision at uh, the Golden Calf uh, Fest, Gold Calf Fest, uh, things got real bad. A bunch of people died, but he wasn't killed, even though he was the one who made the, the Golden Calf. Through this whole process, at least from what I can tell biblically, there was a moving away from uh, God speaking to the people through Aaron. Mm-hmm. More towards Moses, and I think that was maybe because Moses got a little more confidence. But then, in Numbers 11, we actually see God speaking directly to the elders. Mm. And there's like this natural progression of like from Aaron, then to Moses, but then to all, to the Mm. leaders. Uh, And Jethro gives Moses this idea of like leaders of thousands, hundreds, fifties, tens kind of thing. Mm. Uh, so I think the answer to that question is like there was a there was a, a from what I can tell a serious moving away from Aaron being the spokesperson. I think it had to do with some of his life choices mm. and also the fact that God was then directly communicating with His people more and more mm. as time. We're coming to the end of the show. Sad times, but Paul texts in. Love this song. We also have a very 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 cute picture. Of skies, suns, koala that comes everywhere. It's in the back of the car, kind of well loved, unlike koalas from Lawson. It's a plush koala. It's a plush. It doesn't matter. It's not a real koala. Oh, wow. That even hurts even worse. But, it's real to Sky's son, okay? Uh-huh. And that's that's his friend. Okay. What What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you, Lawson? This guy just hates koala bears. Just hating on koala bears. George texts in koala bear emoji. But he does agree with you. It ain't no bear. <laughs> Smiley face. Thanks, George. Well, I I don't know. He is a little bit. He's a marsupial. And these koalas are kind of drugged out of their minds on eucalyptus tree leaves. Yeah. So they are a little different. But they can get feisty. And suffering from chlamydia as well. Oh. Usually. Yeah, that's actually really sad actually yeah. as well too. Um, no comment on that. Moving mm. forward, uh, sad times for koalas everywhere. Uh, Lawson. We've come to the end. Mm-hmm. I'm sad. Mm-hmm. I'm also sad that you hate koala bears. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but I'm I'm excited because there's no more plastic in New South Wales. Yeah. 
Thank you so much. You have been listening to Faith FM, where we talk faith, live faith, act faith, and your faith will grow strong God in Jesus Christ. For being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1 800 Faith FM.